The Saints and Rams hope to replicate that classic NFC Championship game we got earlier this year. Meanwhile, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold look to kind of get rid of everything that they did from week one in their Monday night matchup. We got a ton of games to get to, plenty of stars to talk about. Let's do the week two preview and let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott and Tom. Hey, everybody. I really had the realization today, guys, that like fantasy football has real estate over my life in a large way. Real estate? That was today? Yeah, Yeah, today. Because I was like, oh, like I... Like, oh, like, I don't really have to do much with fantasy football. Like, I made my waiver claims yesterday. And then I was like, oh, take five takes has to come out. I got to get that written. We, we got the episode today. We got to, like, prep for that. And it was just like, oh, my God. Like, this is really it. Doesn't stop. I was like, there's no day. Like, it, Yeah, it doesn't really stop, no. actually. We so we're in that a long time off when you think about it. We take, like, two months off, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. All of February, all of March. And we're usually back by the end of April. The people miss Tom's scorching hot takes. And he's got a few today Hopefully. that we'll get to. Uh, but we have a lot to get to. There's a really good slate this week. It was actually very difficult for us to come up with uh, with shutdowns. I'm excited for That's this good. week. Yeah, it's all it's yeah. great for fantasy players. Yeah. Absolutely, it makes me really excited for this week. I think I think this week could be a nice. We could see some of the studs come back because there were a lot of yeah. a lot of big names that you know didn't cross that painted line like we like to see. No. But there was a lot of disappearing acts too. Yeah. So hopefully those those guys can get back on track. Yeah, a lot of guys on touch on first TUD watch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we'll be uh, taking a look at that, but. In the meantime, uh, let's talk about who we are going to be shutting down this week. Shut it down! And Scott, we start with you every time, so we're starting with you now. Yeah, start with me. I was ready for the record. Start with me just because mine's, you know, I just want to throw it in there just to, you know, confirm. There's a lot of people out there that could be starting Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman based off of (laughs) certain situations. Yeah, not this week. Not against the Bears. Uh, I don't care what other options you have. you got to have something better than uh, starting running back against the Bears. And it's just going to be something to pay attention to throughout the year. So don't do it this week either. Yeah, there. Uh, the the uh, the money I came was interesting because I felt like um, I felt like Royce Freeman ran better, but Lindsey still got more touches, which is good because I do think that Lindsey is going to be the better back career wise. But it was just a wise. it was such a weird game. They I were that Raiders game. They I were was horrible a little too. Encouraged by Philip Lindsey, but that's because I was really really low on him. Yeah, and the encouragement comes from. Uh, Booker not being on the field at all. No, Booker Bear, like didn't play. Yeah. So the We're fact finally that, passed him. Yeah, it seems so. So the, the fact that Philip Lindsay will get the receptions when they're going to come is it's good huge. for him. Huge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's but I understand true. that I fear the Bears yeah. just like everyone else. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere near that. Tom, are you still ready for your shutdown? I am still ready, believe it or not. All I'm right. even going to keep it in the division on both ends. Nice. This is Aaron Rod. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones against. The Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings is always someone that we shut down running backs against. Probably a lot of people hope wishing you shut down Aaron Jones last week. Yeah. Well, sorry if you played him. What a stinker. Well, that's the same for what you're saying right now. And these are those these are those kinds of matchups. The way to escape it is through the air. So, you know, Philip Lindsay has one way to wiggle out. So does Aaron Jones. Yeah. But is he, though? That's what I was going to say. Jamal Williams got a lot of receiving snaps last week and last week. 
13 rushing attempts, 39 rushing yards, only one target, one reception. Yep. So even though Aaron Jones has the skill set, it doesn't look like that's the feeder for him this week. No. And though you spent a higher, relatively yeah. high pick on him, this is a week where you put him on the pine. Goes back to what his, Scott said. You got to have better options than the running back playing against his the head coach. It's also why you don't draft. You know, like we've never said this before. Yeah, quarterbacks and tight ends really early. Right. Yeah, so, so you have options. So you have some guys you can throw in. Oh no, Aaron Jones this week, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you're saying that. I'll slot in Josh Jacobs, who had a a great night last night. I Nobody's benching Josh no. Jacobs. Hopefully. Yeah, I don't know. I did. It, it, I did last week. Oh, really? I started um, Eckler and Chris Carson over him. Well, so ended up all right. You're yeah. spoiled for choice. He'll yeah. be in this week, though. Don't worry. Uh, I'm going with Devontae Freeman. Philadelphia held Darius Geis to 10 yards on 18 or 18 Other yards around, on yep. 10 carries. Uh, Geis was obviously hurt, but we know that that can switch in an instant for Devontae Freeman as well. Uh, but I think the blueprint is out on this Eagles defense. You can beat them through the air. Uh, famous Irish football player Terry McLaurin had a great day. <laughs> you had Vernon Davis making a long, pride game, of Ireland. almost a game breaking touchdown to start that game. Uh, but I do think that this is going to be a pass-first kind of game for the Falcons. They're going to be able to get it done through the air Our against boy, Philadelphia, which Case means Devonta Keenum. Freeman won't be happening. These are all a little interconnected, too, yeah. which is really funny because yeah. he played against the Vikings last week. Yep. And I remember quickly in passing, I said, hey, you could shut down Devonta Freeman this right. week, too, actually. Well, there's not a lot of, you know, we, there's not a lot of trends we have to work with at this point. No, so we these got, are the historicals. These, yeah, this exactly. is what you lean on exactly. right now. And yeah. they proved it out week one as well against some, some good yeah. matchups as well. So. It seems bankable again this year. For and those, those so far. you know, the the Bears and the Vikings were this is what great teams against running backs last year, and so you know, so far it's holding true. And those units really hadn't changed much going into this season anyway. Yeah, I mean, this is just stuff with, that we're going to pay attention to. Yeah, and it's going to help you out as well because, you know, let's say um, Saquon plays against a team who who's historically. Um, a good defender of the run. Right. But he, he has a good game. But they just now that there's only been yet. like three games, your app is going to tell you, oh, this team sucks against the run. Yeah. Be, and it's only because Saquon played them. But right. they don't. Yeah. So that will even out throughout the course of the season. In the beginning of the year, that's something that we look at and we try to make sure that you're getting an accurate picture of that rather than what's, you know, algorithm generated yeah, on of course. your app. Of course. All right, so uh, that's really it for shutdowns. We didn't really shut down receivers, obviously, because you know a lot of good passing game matchups this week. Which I we was like. scrolling, through. and it's a passing league. I filtered uh, the top projected, just all projected receivers, and I had to scroll through. I think it was like till I got to like receiver thirty-five in the projections. I was <laughs> wow. like, yeah, I don't really like this guy's chances for this week. It seems like it's very yeah. wide open, and, and at a that lot point, of you're almost out of the three wide well, receiver radar exactly. for twelve team leagues. So I'm not shutting. Anybody what happens down. is, is like if the uh, the tough matchups occur. With someone like DeAndre Hopkins this week, Michael Thomas, um, Devonte Adams this week, right? right. We're not going to shut them down, no, no way, because you're going to start them. So that's why we're not like forcing ourselves into shutting these guys down. Like, granted, these guys are going to see banner coverage, yeah. blah blah blah, but they're yeah. banner wide receivers. Yeah. At this point, last year we would have been like, don't expect a wide receiver one performance from Devonte Adams. Like, who cares? You're starting him anyway. I don't you know. Have to. Yeah, we, we and he could still put one up anyway. Say, but I don't know if we would have even said that. No, probably That's the not. Funny thing. Right. Yeah, but uh, so let's get into our plum picks then. I can feel it down in my plums. And I'll start because I actually did pick a wide receiver. I'm going Will Fuller against Jacksonville. How did the Chiefs beat Jacksonville last week? 
Their big play wide receiver, Sammy Watkins, not necessarily their number one target until Tyree Kill left the game, but a, a guy that they weren't Cut shadowing up. with Jalen Ramsey. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is going to get the Jalen Ramsey treatment this week. I think that opens things up for Fuller, and to a lesser extent, maybe even Kenny Stills, who caught the big touchdown at the end of the game in that classic we got on Monday night. Yeah. But I do think Fuller, with the chemistry with uh, Deshaun Watson, I mean, this defense did get torched by an offense that looked just as good as Houston's did. So I think there's going to be opportunities for Will Fuller. I really like him going into this week. Yeah, me too. Tom, not bad week for our uh, MVP bet, by the way, too. Oh, Wat he looked, yeah. Watson so looking good. strong. He looked at every part the MVP. Oh, yeah. This offense also, looks I was great, so I agree with you, Don. flipped himself into That the looked zone. bad. I don't know. I, I love that type of stuff. Though. And he got that's up kind of, slow. That's the kind of highlight reel you need. That was a resume builder that went out the corner to the 20-yard yeah. touchdown. Not a lot of quarterbacks knew that MVP yeah. worthy. I thought that he knocked the wind out of himself and that he was yeah. he was fine, yeah. but he was getting beat up. And he gets this, beat up every game. This game kept going on and on and yeah. on, and I put in a gif in one of my chats where I have Deshaun Watson. Yeah, like the throw in the towel, throw in the <laughs> towel. Because <laughs> like I thought I wasn't gonna win. Right. Wind up coming within one point. Oh, oh my losing. god! It was Deshaun Watson. This is, was the Monday night. Yeah. I have Deshaun Watson. He has the Saints D. Wow. I Painful. was like, if I drop thirty, you will go low enough, and I will win. Yeah, it's like thirty point like six or something. Don't spoil yeah. it, Tom. Thirty Burger Thursdays tomorrow. <laughs> I think <laughs> or today are. actually. Yeah, but um, you know, I think I would trust this offense. He's about to take another pounding against the Jags, but he'll hang in there. I agree with you. He could easily yeah. deliver a deep ball when Will Fuller's healthy. We we have limited op. We have limited time to play him. That was he came out unscathed. Ever. Yeah, that was, that was like, like his, his worst game ever. <laughs> yeah. and he still and he had a fifty yard catch. He was completely startable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scott, let's go to you for your uh, your plum picks this week. Yeah, I'm giving you uh, a special down at the farmers market, a two for one special. Oh, <laughs> I got, got a nice receiver. Bluish. I got, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I got a receiver and a running back. Um, I just want to make sure everyone trusts the targets if you own Jamison Crowder. Oh, yeah. Uh, 17 targets is not a joke. In full PPR, Franchise that is tying record. It's or unbelievable. Record it's unbelievable. I don't care if it's one yard per catch. And I don't care that they got DT at all. No, I don't think that will affect his role at all. In week two? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. A sixth, so. a sixth round pick, like that just means that if the Jets don't get what they think they're going to add to him after a few weeks, they're going to cut him. There's I mean, no one else in the league that got even really close to that target. Chain. No. So start this guy. Start him every week until yeah. he doesn't get Take double digit five, targets. Take away five, he still had 12 targets. Like, that's fine. T start him every week until he doesn't have double digit yeah. targets. My other one is it's it's Sony Michelle, and it's all matchup based. Last week, it Certainly was not awful. last week based. 15 carries for 14 yards, yes. But the Steelers' run defense is obviously way better than Miami's. Ask Mark Ingram, who was just rumbling out there. And Gus Edwards. The, the Patriots are not going to go away from him. They're not scared of him. I say he, he, you, you put him back out there. I know it's scary. You put him back out there. He's crossing that painting line this week. So I Michelle agree. could be the reason that more Miami Dolphins request a trade <laughs> this week. That's a game scripter right there. And yes, it, it, exactly. This is, exact, this is the kind of matchup that you have. You Sony drafted Michelle. Sony yeah. Michelle for this week. Don't exactly. forget that just because he had a bad week last yeah. week. Yeah. Wipe the slate clean and put Sony Michelle back in your RB2 or flex spot. But so in, awesome that my boy Rex Burkhead had a better week than Sony yes. Michelle. You he, love it. He did you look love pretty it. good. I was pissed. I was so pissed about that. So in the town that we grew up in, we had a, we had a farmer's market battle. They were two farmer's markets right across the street. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting right now because, Tom, you also have a two-for-one plum special. <laughs> yeah. You guys did not know where that was going. Well, I'm no. thinking of the farmer's markets. Are they on, on 206? Yeah. 
There was two? I made it up, Tom. You made it up. <laughs> it was for the sake of the joke. Well, there's, there's some farmer's markets in Hoboken, too. And there's some Byram truthers who will call you out on Twitter, man. Yeah, bro. Come on. <laughs> Fine. All right. Byron Pizza is a joke. It was Whoa. trash. Please, no. let's move on. No, no. Trash we pizza. We don't have the time for All that. All right, I'm going to go with the trash here, and I'm going to give you a tight end recommendation. Hopefully you listened. Hopefully you started Mark Andrews last week, and hopefully you didn't drop him when the waiver claim came around. I yeah. doubt you would with a performance like that. Um, but guess what? Who are you going to get this better? He gets a good one this week. Yeah. Arizona Cardinals, they looked bad. They still have a depleted secondary. Hawkinson, Hawkinson. tore them up. And Beat them like a drum. That's it. Hawkinson, first NFL game ever. Ooh. Eight for 130 and a tud, was it? Six, 131 and a tud. I mean, oh. that that screams Mark Andrews this week. Yeah. Plus, you're thinking, well, didn't Marquise Hollywood Brown do everything? Blah, blah, blah. No, no four targets. Didn't. Yeah, he didn't really have very many uh, catches. He had four catches. And That's what happens Mark when you Andrews, only watch the highlights. Mark Andrews had the P.I. in the end zone. He had every opportunity. Eight for eight targets catch. Yeah. And the PI in the end zone. He almost had a two touchdown day, a hundred yard day. If this guy was, he's having like a better game than any receiver that we can really talk about. Yes, I think the Good only point. receiver who had a two touchdown game, which Mark Andrews was this close to, was team. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, and Marquise <laughs> Hollywood Brown. Yeah, and John and Ross. Sam yes. and Sammy Watkins. And Sammy Watkins. But <laughs> let's. Let's get let's not get this confused. Austin Eckler caught two touchdowns well, too. <laughs> let's not get this confused though. Those examples are fluky guys. Yeah, they're besides DeAndre Hopkins and yeah. Desha- and Deshaun Jackson as well to throw another fluky fluky one guy though. <laughs> yeah, fluky guy. yeah, exactly. Just so prove Tom's point more. That's what I'm saying. I think Mark Andrews has a better target share than all of those guys except DeAndre Hopkins. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, weirdly is, enough, it seems like it's going to be that this yeah. year and. It seems like we've always been picking on the the Cardinals as a tight end startable option. You could start start against them, and you know you see Hawkinson go out there and dominate. These guys are kind of similar too, similar in size, similar in capability. Yeah. They're both tight ends that can hit big plays, which yeah. we're starting to get more of, it's which is awesome yards. for us garbage tight end guys. You know, I I had to pick Hawkinson and draft him and start him in one of my leagues because he was a twelve man. And like week one, he goes out there and drops me twenty six in a full PPR That's league. It's amazing. Yeah. But you know, guys like him and Andrews. They're they're showing out and they're showing that you know Darren these Waller big guys too. Darren Waller if you know it just creates such a mismatch if you yeah. have that speed and Tom you got one more plum pick for us I got one more and it's a running back you may have heard of him his name is Derek Henry looked good last week he you'd be a damn week. fool if you benched Derek Henry after last week I mean that's so true but I just want to throw out that this guy plays well against the Indianapolis Colts it's a divisional game so we've got some record of it if they give him 13 or more carries which they will he goes for over 89 yards from scrimmage in the last three of his four meetings with a touchdown in one of them so you got to you got to figure this. This this share is bolstered now. It's the, the same Derek thing Henry we've been begging show. for. Yeah, give the guy the damn ball. All we've ever give wanted. him the ball, and he dominates. You, he wears teams yeah, down over a hundred in some of these. So I'm I'm telling you, if you, you get this guy twenty catches this week, carries this catches only Brandon Marshall's ever 20, had 20 catches, catches this week. He's breaking records, baby. All right, you get him twenty carries this week and a couple catches, which is what I meant to say. Yeah, right. he's gonna go absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the Titans' defense is. No joke. It's good. So this yeah. could be one of those games where you're pretty much going against they a tighten backup. it up. Yeah, I got a stinker on the on the books for this one. Where you're going against a backup quarterback, so to speak. Yeah. And the Titans just shut down Baker Mayfield, everyone's favorite. <laughs> yeah. And still now, mine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but you keep the points low. The Titans get out ahead. 
and, and Derrick Henry salts him away. Yes. Yeah. He did it in 2017 with a 73-yard touchdown against these it. guys in the fourth quarter. If I were them, I'd be doing it every game. Yep. This dude, you can literally see it when the other when he's playing against these other yeah. teams. He, they're he, linebackers, and their safeties look tired from hitting him. Yeah, he's like, and I know go. you say you'd have to be a damn fool to, to bench him, but there are teams you know, where I got him. Last week, I had him on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had a really good flex option at receiver. Right. And I went Maybe with it, Danny Westbrook, PPR. and he scored. Yeah. You know? True. So it's like, ah, well, this week, Derrick Henry everywhere. Yeah. And Absolutely. I don't think you're going to be taking him out anytime soon no. either. I hope not. All right. Let's go now to, let's hop in the stream, gentlemen. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Water's nice. Water's just fine. And uh, let's start with our official Ruts streaming quarterback. A lot of guys were considered for this, but this week we're going with Josh Allen. That's right, baby. Now, it's really important for me to remember for, to remind all of you that he's tall and he's got a <laughs> rocket he arm, run. but he's playing the Giants who got absolutely torched by Dak Prescott last week. And I think that that is really what's informing this pick of ours. And I love it. I mean, his availability is awesome. The only other guy that I would say, and I would imagine that he's he's taken in a lot of leagues, is Tom Brady. Yeah, for sure, I'm, especially now. Yeah, and he's going up against Miami, so we know that's a cupcake matchup, and we don't have to tell you that, so we're not really going to. No. Josh Allen is a guy you could turn to in a jam here. He's yes. a streaming candidate for sure. I mean, I don't have to remind you, too. Like Don says, he's tall. Now you have to say, weeks 12 through the end of the season last he was QB1. year, QB1. he was QB1. Yep. Number one overall. Yeah. And he's extremely available in fantasy leagues Everywhere. Right Completely. Now. Everywhere. Seldom drafted, and I think that he should be often started in week two yep. with this matchup. There's a lot of avenues to points, right? Yes. He can hit. He can pepper Cole Beasley over the middle with that weak uh, middle of the field coverage that the Giants have shown over the past few years. He can hit John Brown over the top. Can tuck it and run it himself, which we've seen a bunch. Well, he, which he did last week. Four yeah. score and guess how many rushing yards? I know off the top of my head because it's so close to that magic number of rushing. Thirty-eight. That I just love. It was thirty-eight. Very yeah. nice. Time. Well, yeah, because because he knows you love forty. <laughs> yeah, my magic number is forty <laughs> rushing yards. I had that in my head before he brought the forty thing up, though. Folks, forty rushing yards. That's passing what you touchdown. Look for that equates to a passing touchdown. Yeah. That's wild. If That's you throw what I for mean, two hundred. Yeah. A touchdown through the air. Just one. That's all we're asking yep. for. And 40-plus rushing yards. That's 16. You're clearly in streaming contention. Yep. You're above the 15 mark. You're doing everything you can to get that fantasy team the W. And as bad as he looked last week, Josh Allen got there. Yeah. It's about it's so, about the points. Ask Blake yeah. Bortles. You know, they oh, yeah. these guys know how to get it done. It doesn't yeah. have to look good, and like, I'll always defend that. The guy's had a rushing touchdown in almost every single one of his starts ever. He might be the best <laughs> red zone threat on his team. Yeah, I think he is. Think about the size of his receivers. Yeah, They're yeah. small. And they hate Devin Singletary already, it looks like. Uh, well, I think that's going to change. It's going to change soon, actually, yeah, which is should. crazy. He, while we're on the subject, if you don't mind. No, go for it. I mean, he out-snapped Frank Gore by a ton. He just didn't out-touch him. That's so so it seems like he's the starter, but he's just less involved. Yeah. Um, I, because of that vast snap share, I think things will change quicker than we yeah, thought, which is great you. news for people who have stashed him. Yeah. I'm excited. I think it's because they got down and they had to throw, so they put Singletary in, but I think he kind of had to just stay in and block yeah. in a boring way. But, but he, uh, he actually blocked really well, and on Josh Allen's scramble, he threw a money block for him. Yeah. We were actually considering Derek Carr for the official QB stream this week, but we went off of him because the official tight end stream for the Ruts boys this week 
is Darren Waller. Yeah, go pick this dude up. I mean, what an impressive debut for the Raiders. Love the story behind him. John Gruden was watching a Raiders practice when they were doing joint practices. Saw Darren Waller standing around doing nothing on the sideline. And was like, like cut him. Guy. I'm going to pick him up, and they did. <laughs> which is just, I mean, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. And uh, but Waller had a great game. He was consistently targeted throughout that that upset. Kind Most of upset heavily of targeted receiver on the team. There you go. How about Why? That usage? And the only reason he didn't really score is because Josh Jacobs converted on 100 percent of his red zone. He his five zone carries. He was getting last targets night. at X receiver, like playing yeah. outside receiver. Yeah. This guy, this guy. Talk. Yeah. Want to talk about a guy who should have dual eligibility? He should be able to be played at tight end and wide receiver. Obviously, the and no one would play that receiver. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. If you but, haven't heard, they're missing a wide. receiver receiver that they were planning on having yeah if you haven't heard anything if about, you haven't heard if you haven't heard anything about him recently if either, you're just tuning into you this podcast the the raiders number one wide receiver may surprise you <laughs> it's actually darren waller yeah really it is yeah well i mean tyro well here's why tyro williams got the ball deep right which makes yeah. him a little well, fluky in the red zone too though yeah but yeah. all i'm saying is darren waller Makes he the argument, the which is routes. enough. If you can start oh, a guy yeah. at tight end and argue that he's the number one that guy, the number one that guy. and you saw it with, you saw it yeah. with Jared Cook last year, and you tell me if you think Darren Waller looks less competent than Jared Cook. He didn't nope. after week one. By nope. the way, can I interest you in a one hundred percent snap share? Of course oh. you can. Didn't come oh. off the field. That's incredible. Pick they him said up they said something on the broadcast him. last night. This has nothing to do with fantasy. Oakland Center played 100% of their snaps all season last year. That's pretty That's cool. That's incredible. That, you know what that makes Joe me Thomas think of? level. It makes me think the of the first that. lineman in NFL history. <laughs> You're reading my mind today. Yeah, of course we are. We've been doing this for three years, but Tom. That, Come on. Because you read my mind, I'm not sure that it translated. Yeah. Uh, there was this picture of a broadcast where they uh, they, they just mistyped. Yeah. For a record that Joe Thomas was setting, and the bottom said Joe yeah. Thomas, first lineman in yeah. NFL history. Speaking <laughs> of uh, ESPN uh, display malfunctions, great call by ESPN, like fixing that down and distance marker by the end of halftime. Yeah. Because that was really throwing me off. Yeah, and people said it looked like a flag. It really did every yeah. time. I was like, "What are they doing?" And then well, they've trained it. us. Didn't fool me. They've yeah. trained us to look think one way, and yeah. then yes. here we go. Absolutely, we're sheeple. So let's nah. talk about our streaming def defense. Uh, an, uh, Patriots playing against an offense that looked like a bunch of sheep without a shepherd. Yeah, you pick uh, up. They're playing the, Miami uh, this week. Pick up the defense that plays Miami until further notice. Yeah, yeah mean, and the Patriots. What's scary is and pick Fitzpatrick, against them in survivors until they get a win. Fitzpatrick could throw down a monster any week, so yep. we're gonna have to live with that reality. But obviously, he can also turn. Yes. Yeah, and it's unlikely that he gets the best of the Patriots. No. Um, Tom Brady not gonna take that sitting down. The good thing about this uh, defense choice is it's pretty much available because people were scared of the Steelers matchup. Whoopsies. And if you want to feel even better about it, the Steelers did so bad, right? Yeah. So like a quote-unquote good offense struggled really mightily against yeah. the yeah. Patriots who have always had a good defense. They have the same guys. They have a lot of chemistry, and they do things right. This is always yeah. my argument to use them in a pinch, right? It's like they block kicks. Right. They, they do this. You can get really lucky. You can always do worse than the Patriots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Agreed. You, you put yourself in the best position to get lucky. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what Rounders talk. Uh, taught me. A bonus one I'll throw in there for you. The 49ers defense made a lot of plays. Almost joined the 30-burger club. I, I get that it was against Jameis and the Bucks, but he does get Andy Dalton in the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, Joe Mixon's a little had banged two up. Two turnovers himself last week. Exactly. You got Joe Mixon a little banged up, which isn't exciting. So I think the 49ers is another one that you might be able to get away with playing this week, too. 
As a guy who has Gio Bernard everywhere that I have Joe Mixon, I would like to say that I think they should sit Joe Mixon this week. Yeah. Give him the rest. Yeah. Let Gio dominate and let my fantasy team win because of it. Anyway, let's get now to our daily fantasy themed segments of the week. Let's talk first about who we're paying up for. Pay me what you want. And Scott, we'll start with you. Leading off, I'm going with I'm I'm actually gonna go with a little against the grain. It's a high priced guy, and I think this is I want to outlay this as a strategy. Sometimes picking the high priced guy that other people will likely be fading is actually a good strategy, and kind of just trusting that they're gonna be a great player. The contrarian play, exactly. So I think because of the news that has come out about Juju Smith Schuster about his toe injury, which I'm not I'm not personally buying too much. It seems like all the reports are that he's fine. Everyone said he's like no doubt going to play. It happened on their last drive too. The like, Seahawks secondary is, you know, it's not what it used to be. We're, you know, we got no Earl Thomas. There's no Legion of Boom anymore. There's none no. of them left. And, you know, you saw John Ross burn him last week. And I think Juju is just going to burn them. They've it, been at home. He's always been yeah. great at home. He hits up Juju. Pay up for Juju this week. I think it's a good move. And the other thing, too, is like it wasn't just John Ross against the Seahawks. Tyler Boyd got open a bunch all day. He had eight catches. I mean, like this is a team that can be passed on Definitely. much more than it can be ran on. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that I think that's not only a good thing for Juju, but I would give a, a, a good look to another bounce back candidate on the Steelers, James Conner. Yeah. Like, I think he can really get some things done this week. Vance but McDonald the Juju well, call is obviously... Uh, the one we're talking about here, and I think that that's a that's a great call. I mean, yeah, it's the Steelers' I, offense that yeah. is actually good. Forgot to say yeah. uh, the prices. He's seventy five hundred on DraftKings and eighty one hundred on FanDuel. He's like the still he's still like the third high, uh, highest price receiver okay. basically in those main uh, contests. So mm-hmm. still respected, but I think he deserves it this yeah. week. All righty, Tom, who are you paying up for? Um, I'm gonna go with somebody who didn't really show out in Week One. Wow, I'm just looking at this now. Yeah, and it makes a lot of sense. Love it's it, Brandon Tom. Cooks. You know, versus, of course, Scott's gonna love the Brandon Cooks call. The uh, New Orleans Saints game. in a revenge game, as Has we like Brandon to call. Cooks played against the Saints every year. He hasn't played for the Saints. Revenge. It Must. really feels like that. Yes. Yeah. Well, because I mean, the Patriots play him usually. Yeah. All right. So we've got Brandon Cooks. Coming in at 6300 on DraftKings, very affordable, 7K on FanDuel. And look, when I talk about banner coverage, it's probably going to go to Robert Woods, Marshawn Lattimore. It does kind of seem like that. It right? does Brandon line up Cooks, outside more often than oh, yeah. Woods but and Cubs. Here's the thing. Brandon Cooks is clearly the most versatile of those three. Of course. And he really didn't show out last week, so you might be a little down on him. I'm here to tell you that Brandon Cooks gets his. He goes for a thousand yards every year. He yes. scores a certain amount of touchdowns every year, and I think this is a game where you might see a hundred yards and a touchdown out of Brandon Cooks. You've got to use him creatively, maybe. Yeah. He escapes banner coverage, probably. Right. Yep. At least this for a game's going to have a high-scoring total. Without I would portion. assume. Yeah. I think Brandon More on Cooks that later. gets involved big time in this game, and I think. I would start him in this game over Robert Woods, and sometimes you're in those little, yeah. oh, which uh, Rams guy can I afford? Who should I start? I think yeah. Robert Woods goes the low man on the totem pole here, mm-hmm. and Cooper Cup is you know your PPR play, but Brandon Cooks, he's your home run guy, yep. and I think this is a home run uh, setup this week. I like yeah, that you a saw lot. that secondary get beat a little bit deep uh, with the Texans, too. Yeah. yeah. You don't say. Or I'm sorry, with the Saints. The Saints but I know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. The Saints secondary got beat by yeah. the Texans. Yeah. You saw Will Fuller chunk him. You saw Kenny, Kenny Stills. Stills chunk him. And, of course, DeAndre the Hopkins chunked him a little bit himself. Yeah, yeah. he got but it for his. But the point is is that those other guys were chunking. And I think that 
uh, Cooks is the other yeah. guy. Oh, Mr. by Chunky the way, himself, uh, Brandon Cooks. <laughs> congratulations to DeAndre Hopkins, by the way. New addition to the family, adopted Marshawn Lattimore as his son on Monday night. <laughs> Just congratulations to the family. I'm sure it's going to be a really great Thanksgiving. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's unbelievable. That was nuts. Uh, I'm actually going to the same game, Tom, and I'm going with Alvin Kamara. Now, Christian McCaffrey absolutely tore through this Rams defense last week, and to the tune of 200 total yards, he was catching everything. He scored twice. Alvin Kamara was doing very similar things to to the Texans defense. It's so weirdly comparable. I know. I, I was actually <laughs> thinking about this. I was like, really, they're probably the two running backs. Like, I would compare Christian McCaffrey closest to Alvin Kamara in the way yeah. that they can. But I mean, either way. Um, Kamara is 8700 on FanDuel. He's 8200 on DraftKings. I think the DraftKings price is awesome because full-point PPR, he's going to have even more value. I think he's a great candidate to catch another seven yeah, passes. Nice. I think he's going to be an awesome play this week, and I think he breaks through and crosses the painted line at least a couple times this week. At least I think it's a, a biggie times. for Kamara this week. Absolutely. Wow. Who yeah, do they have that can run with him? I mean... We're talking daily. You pay up for Kamara, yeah, for sure. And I would even go Michael Thomas too, because we want to talk about adoption. He sunned Marcus Peters last year. <laughs> oh man, and he, he really did. I mean, he is just so good. He had ten catches for 123 yards, and I barely noticed Dude, in week just, one. It was just nuts. lives wide open. Yeah. All right, we'll go now to a a segment that now has a drop. It's the guys we're scrolling down for. Down, 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 down. I think I should go. Go ahead, Tom. Kind of ties in nicely. Uh, Ted Ginn Jr., guys, last year, a really, really great option. He was sneakily in the top 30, like in any format, even PPR. And that's why I like him in this in this, in this this aspect. I think you could even play him on DraftKings. He was yeah. seven for seven for 100 yards. And people like so to say. So seven catches on seven targets. Yes. Wow. And people like to say, oh, yeah, you know, he got that 41-yard uh, chunk play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, all that means is he was taking underneath stuff. He yeah. was he was running non traditional Ted Ginn routes. Yeah, he's competing and had already won the number two receiver role in that offense. You see Traquan Smith score a touchdown, but I think that Ted Ginn has the trust of Drew Brees. That's a position. I mean, that, it was on full display that trust. Third and two, they're trying to run at the clock. He hits Ginn for a forty yard bomb. Yeah, to set them up in. I think it was. I think they ended up punting, but either way. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It's just that yeah. he's not just doing what he did when he was on the Panthers where he just runs straight down the field no. and Cam chucks it to him. No. Can he do that? Yes, and that's why he provides you good upside, and that's why he's a guy that rounds out your lineup nicely for cheap Yeah, agreed. because he's got that dual capability there. So for me, I love that. Yeah. There's, there's really no problem with Ted Ginn yeah. in your lineup in either of those formats. And honestly, you could sneak him in there and redraft, yeah. especially yeah, if you're in one of those 14-team or you know start three wide receiver yeah. leagues. He it's should be owned. Ted Ginn's a really good threat to be like in like the, you know, we'll probably do a quarter poll se uh, season review yeah. in week four, and Ted Ginn's going to be in the top 25 Sneaky receivers. And we're going to be like, how did this happen? Well, he came into the season healthy, which he didn't do last year. Yeah, That's really the only difference. And He's been there really for does. so long now. I knew I was going to talk about him today when he did like a 10-yard curl and caught the ball yeah. like laying down on the ground. I'm yeah. like, this is not the Ted yeah. Ginn that everyone knows. No. It's not yeah, your fault. Yeah, it's we not Ted Ginn Sr. <laughs> we, yeah, we were even like, you're going to get up and run, That's dude? Nice or you just yeah. good? Uh, Scott, you got a nice little Tutty Buddy stack planned for your daily lineups this week. Let's hear about it. I'm going Carr, and I'm going Tyrell Williams. Interesting. Um, Carr's pretty cheap. First of all, they played great. 
on Monday night. Yeah, exactly. Cannot overstate that. Uh, Carr is cheaper than uh, Mitch Trubisky on FanDuel. It looks like someone might have jotted in here, Say which what? is pretty nice stat considering Mitch did nothing last week. Nothing at all. Um, game script is awesome here. Uh, they play the Chiefs. Um, and then, you know, obviously you see Tyrell Williams against a good Broncos defense and secondary. Torching. Just torching, going deep. Yeah, and these Catching prices are the set. On right, Monday. and that's the beauty of it. And these that's probably why Monday. he's cheaper than Tyrell. I think there's, there's no way. Yeah. Why. There was barely any receivers dropping 100 yards in a touchdown that like deserve an yeah. actual respect for it. So. Yeah, so both of them are priced lower than they ever will be again. Yeah. And they get to play in an awesome matchup. In yeah, a great matchup. Unbelievable exactly. matchup. Probably so. their best of the year. Uh, Tyrell Williams, 5,900 on FanDuel, 4,400 on DraftKings. You go Holy him crap. You go him and Ted Ginn on, on DraftKings, who both played Monday night. You only spend 8,400 on those two, which is pretty nice. That's, that's massive. Yeah, that's the cost of a solid quarterback, basically. And then you go and play Don's guy at, at your Oof. running back, who I is am, super cheap on DraftKings, I too. I am pumped for Chris Thompson. He sneakily got, what was it, Tom, eight targets last week? Eight or seven. Or, yeah, caught seven passes. Now we got Darius Geis out multiple weeks. They're going to have to activate AP. But like I've been saying, like they don't want him out there. They wanted to kind of steer away from him. Jay Gruden fell out of love with him. I don't know. I don't know how it happened. And I'm not saying it's the right thing. But it happened. AP you know? going so, nowhere. No. Doesn't matter what you want to do, Gruden. What is dead? AP will start. What is dead may never die. <laughs> uh, but Chris Thompson, $5,300 on FanDuel, $3,900 on DraftKings. He's going to start. And he's going to play a lot because Washington's going to be playing behind most of these games this year. And because of that, he's going to be on the field because they're going to be throwing. And Case Keenum looked the part as a starting quarterback last week. Like we said about Will Fuller, Chris Thompson, limited amount of time you might be able to have him. <laughs> play him while you got him. Smoke him while you got him. There you go. There you go. All right. So now let's talk. We're going to move into our slate and we're going to kind of – Go through some games a little quicker than usual just because, you know, I think it's going to be very obvious why we have picked these games for these categories. Let's start with the shootout of the week. And I'll start because we've already covered almost every player in that game. It's Saints-Rams. Yeah. A rematch of the awesome, controversial NFC Championship game. They're going to Los Angeles for this one. It's going to be the only 4 o'clock game worth watching. We may even switch out of red zone for this. Yeah, there's it's only, gonna be an awesome there's game. There's only three four o'clock yeah. games. There are ten one o'clock games. So get the fellas together for the early games yes. this wow. weekend, boys. Get your pulled pork sandwiches ready for the one o'clock. Yeah. Because by four, no one's gonna be around to eat them. Uh, yeah, there's not there's not gonna be much to watch, but I think the NFL did us a favor so we can really analyze these two teams and dig into yeah. two great fantasy teams, two great real life football yeah. teams too. And for the Rams, I mean, they had some Truly weird touchdown scores last week. Malcolm Brown scores twice, and Tyler Higby gets the lone receiving touchdown. I think that that goes back to the mean, and we start to see guys like Cup, Gurley, Cooks, as Tom brought up earlier, get those touchdowns. Does McVay, for the this week. our favorite fantasy football head coach of all time, <laughs> that was hate fantasy now. This well, is his only people are asking. evidence. This is only evidence ever of him hating fantasy. So I'm not going to hold it against him yet. There are a lot I know of you're coming up about with, it. You're coming up with theories that I think are a little far fetched. <laughs> yeah. Before yeah. we hit record. Yeah. You're like, doesn't McVay want people to think Gurley's hurt, but he's fine? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Look. I'm like, why not give Malcolm Brown a two yard carry? Let him get a touchdown. So people think, wow, they don't want to use Todd Gurley in the red zone. I'm and like, they secretly I'm salt like, the game yeah. away with Todd Gurley getting <laughs> yeah. 50 yards on their last two drives. That's kind of what I'm saying. That's. I mean, 
That's like playing with fire, though, because like, what if they don't get to that point where they can't salt the game? With I'll tell you what, now it's you not true. Off Todd Gurley, yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the yeah, that's world story. Story. Yeah. No, it's not true. Uh, Tom, you've got another game that we've covered a lot of so far. So why don't we go to you for shoot out of the? Yeah, week? that's Oakland and Kansas City. Of course. I mean, you saw how well Oakland played, especially even on offense, and then you see how much points Kansas City always gives up. Yeah. Like I brought this up last week. Minshew. Yeah. <laughs> was awesome. I brought this up last week. Like. Kansas City, as much as they want to be Ben, don't break, you know, they give up a lot of fantasy points to wide receivers. And even if the points don't show up on the board, which they probably will, they'll show up in the fantasy column as a, as a yardage. Agreed. Thing. So uh, you see Garner Minshew, our boy, go out there. With Baker no Mayfield inten- Diesel. Yeah. With and, no expectation of playing week one. And killing it. Yeah. So I can imagine that Derek Carr coasting off a game like this is going to show up in a way comparable or better to Garner Minshew. Yeah, I agree with I you. I would imagine. I agree with you. Especially these, with how good Carr looked last And these weapons, week. I mean, you look at Oakland and you think, okay. Who do you sit? AB's a- gone and they're barren. No, they're really not because no. Waller can play. You find out Tyrell Williams still got it. Josh, Jacobs, Josh Jacobs exceeds expectations week one. I mean, one. this dude's going to be an RB1 if he plays that yeah, much and yeah. gets that many touches. The so, first no running back doubt, since no LT to have 100 total yards and two touchdowns in his league debut. Whew. Hashtag stats. Yeah, he's a 20-plus carry guy. Love it. RB1. He did have 20 carries week one, too. Yeah, and it's not going to stop, no. is my point. And, yep. um, you know, who would you sit? Is there anyone you would sit? In this game, no. No. I go. think if you start McCall Harmon at your flex, you're fine. I would start LaShawn McCoy in this game. You could. Uh, you could. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not McCall Hardman is that. probably where the line is drawn. Yeah. Renfro, McCall that's Hardman. where it starts but, to get blurred. Yeah, but you're deep. You're, you know, your 12 man, 14 man leagues. You can do worse. Yeah, one of them's gonna score probably. You're yeah. chasing points at that point. You know, as a as a flex or a second flex in a 12 or 14 man. Uh, Scott, your shootout of the week. Yeah, I'm going with two of our favorite quarterbacks deciding where they're going to take it into their own hands and they're going to sling it. It's Matt Stafford. It's Phillip Rivers. Not a matchup you get to see a lot, but two fiery competitive guys. I think this game gets out of hand for a little bit. This could easily go ping pong. These, yeah, exactly. These teams have the the weapons to be able to, you know, extend games or really get into blowouts. You see Eckler really roll, have some confidence going into this week. Mm-hmm. Carry on Johnson looks pretty good. You got Hawkinson coming in looking great. So there's a lot of options all over the field. I think these teams strike over and over. You get another 300 yards for each quarterback and you get some touchdowns too. If you got Hawkinson on the waiver wire, do not be surprised if he's not as good this week. Chargers historically very good against tight ends. Doyle and Ebron combined for three catches last week. If he does it this so, week, though, so if he does it this giddy week, the hell up. you can start him every yeah, week. Yeah, agreed. This is this is a really big yeah. test for him, and it'll be a test for every tight end. Yeah. Even Travis Kelsey struggles against the Chargers. Very true. One catch for one yard week one last year. Yep. So, all right, let's move on to our stinkers of the week. Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> and uh, Scott, we'll start with you. All right, I'm going with the 49ers and the Bengals. Um, I don't know. This is like teams. Just, it's just a weird matchup for stunk. me. And both teams were kind of weird. Well, Bengals played better than we thought. Yeah. yeah. But, but if you didn't know anything about either team, you would have thought that Seattle stole that game from Cincinnati. When really it was just like they woke up and played the way that they were supposed to. I guess we're just Bengals Andy haters, but Dalton. I think we were justified in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the 49ers didn't really do much to excite on offense. I could just see 
a lot of nothing. Their offense going was outscored on. by their defense. Both in week starting one. running backs in this game. You know, Tevin Coleman's not playing. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, Mixon's definitely a little dinged up. We know that for sure. So uh, both defenses actually played pretty well too. So I could see this being a little stinky. So yeah. Scott, you told me to bench Royce Freeman uh, this week. I got Raheem Mostert as my most viable option behind him. So do you start Mostert over Royce Freeman this week? Yes. Okay. Really? Yeah, I go with the Mostert. The Hoster with the Mostert, baby. God, the, I hate the 49ers, his guts. The 49ers <laughs> give touches to two running backs. They always have. They're going to they always. Jeff will. Wilson's going to play too. My name, yeah. Jeff. Mostert's getting ten to fifteen touches, and against the Bengals, I think that's better than yeah. than Brita Bruce the, Freeman on twenty touches against the Bears. Breed of the choice, though. Yes, Breed of course. absolutely of the course. choice. Yeah. All right, Tom. Your uh, your your stinker pick's going to be a little tricky, but we're gonna we're gonna navigate through it. It's not tricky. And only makes, because we have Josh Allen as our streaming quarterback. That's fine. Right. He only has to throw one touchdown, rush for 40 yards. There you go. You know? <laughs> that's right. So we've got the Bills and the G-Men, two quarterbacks that uh, left a lot on the field. They don't burn the barn down. No. Let's call it that. And That's for sure. The Bills defense is better than people give it credit for. We gave it credit, and uh, it panned out last week. So, you know, we shut down Robbie Anderson. Right. Who are we going to shut down from the Giants? Nobody. They don't have anybody. <laughs> no. So it's going to be really be hard. Evan proof. Ingram is a tight end. You know, so he'll get his, I believe. Yeah, you got to play him anyway. And yeah, you got to play him because him of the down. position scarcity. You got to play Saquon because he's a legend. And that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't see a Bills player that it's you have to start. It's just tough to, to figure out John who's going to play well on the Bills. I, w- I wouldn't say you have to start John Brown. Agreed. No. You know what I mean? And that's that's part of the problem. Yeah. Um, I would I would say that he has a better chance versus the Giants than he does the Jets in a blind study. You know what I mean? Right. And he yeah. did really well versus the Jets. Exactly. So for that reason, I would entertain the idea of yeah. starting. Yeah. Him. You could do a lot worse than starting yeah. him. I think. But Even do Cole I think? Had a lot of catches. But too. do I think you smash the over on this? Absolutely not. Hell no. So that's why it's a little bit of a stinker. And I think that there's a lot of players that will wind up being devoid of fantasy value more so than will have fantasy yeah. value. Agreed. All right, I'm going to go with Browns-Jets. This is the Monday night game, so tough luck for those of us who are looking forward to Monday night football. But, uh, you know, two teams that really underperformed and underwhelmed. Defenses that played pretty well. I mean, the Browns defense had four sacks. Um, You know, they let up a ton of points, but... A lot of that was just because of the field position and everything. Jets with defense Baker's is picks. not bad. Jets and the Jets look good. I'm the starting Jets the Jets good. D again. Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, the Jets defense and is not bad. I wouldn't be that excited for Chubb. Uh, I'm not excited to start the Jets D. So I think Odell, me, <laughs> I think Odell could be okay. You know, obviously, I'm, I'd be nervous for Baker, but I agree. This one's this yeah. one's got stink all over it. Absolutely. Stinks brown like poop. There you go. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about the rest of the slate. We got some good ones that we really haven't even covered at all. Uh, Thursday night is the Bucks going to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Load them out. Yeah, load them out. Load them out. It, I think it could have been one of the shootout games. It easily could have been, and it usually provides that for us because yeah. the Panthers love to get beat deep, and the Bucks love to get for beat. our yeah. other Mike Evans supporters. He was obviously still sick last week. Uh, just slogging through that game, really. and, it, and it was ninety-eight degrees in Florida last week. In and out, was tough. there. In and out wow. of the game, so ninety-eight um, degrees. I know. Right. Let it go. You know, just let this one go. We'll, right. We're going to let this one go, Evans. Yeah. We're going to wash it out, out as our basketball coaches used to say. And I think he'll. Uh, I think he'll have a better week. I think yep. Godwin's in for. I hope you know. I hope that offense just turns around a little bit because yeah. if so, we can get ourselves a really good game yeah. here. And that's the thing, Jameis could even show out. Yeah. Am I starting him? No. <laughs> well, here's another one. Cardinals Ravens can't load them out right who are you sitting uh, Larry Fitzgerald can play I'm playing Larry 
I, yeah. I, Christian I almost, Kirk probably not. But I almost like plum picked or picked just you know wanted to emphasize Larry. So here I'll get to it in this in this yeah. preview. You know Earl Thomas is the deep guy. Yeah. So a lot of the threats on the Cardinals do do that. Even David Johnson scored on a deep one. Yeah, <laughs> that was a nice catch. Yeah, I think it was like <laughs> but, twenty yards in the air. But the throw. Earl Thomas is not going to let you behind him. And Larry nope. Fitzgerald is the guy who dominates the intermediate routes. God, he looks so, so good. I think it's another Larry Fitzgerald week. Where I have him, uh, I got him so late, so I'm so stacked. So yeah, I'm trying I know. To, I'm struggling. I want to start him I'm bad, trying, but yeah, my trying to force him in. In the league <laughs> where I have him, I'm loaded. trying to work him in. I'm guys, trying to work guys, him in. Guys, not yet. We have him yeah. for the whole year, remember. Yeah, we, that's we, true. We have more than just these But two if you're weeks, in we'll a less than stellar situation, Larry Fitzgerald will improve You can do that. a lot worse. Yeah. Agreed. And how about my boy Mark Ingram last week, boys? Amazing. Oh, boy. We're off to a good start. Nothing better than, we're off to a good start. There's nothing better than those guys you really stick out on a limb for having a big week. Before. Yeah, dude. His first, his first carry went for 50, but, yeah. 50 yards and like the two the and couple buddies. I was first drive. I was you know they they see the update on their phone. They're all staring at me like, dude, Ingram. I'm like, <laughs> yes. All right, uh, Colts Titans. Bit of a stinker potential given how the Titans play defense, but sure. Um, yeah, I feel I'm, like I, I don't. I'm encouraged by what T.Y. Hilton did last week. I was week, just about though. to say, and I don't have the numbers to back it, but I do feel like he does well against them in his career. So, but it's he hard. Does. So the thing, even with looking this up, and we can if we want. I'm I'm doing it right now. It's going to be virtually impossible to tell who his quarterback was without even more exhaustive research on this. Correct. Basically, <laughs> so 2017 like, was Brissett's year. Yeah, but then yeah, I mean it's actually not that hard. Yeah. So yeah, that was the year he started. So if you look at he was games that year um but either way uh dude, and what what happened with Doyle? did he do much of anything no, I didn't, he had he one didn't catch he did yeah. not. but that's a tough matchup as we yeah exactly through. so i mean I, obviously i'm not giving up on Doyle. Week. i'm not giving up i'm on not Doyle. giving up on him either but um 2017 ty hilton went one for 19 and two for 15 wow wow yeah so uh awful yeah. The years uh, other other than that though he went nuts. Yeah, see that's what I mean, and I think that that team is nowhere near as good as the Colts team that Brissett is playing with now. So hopefully that gives him a better chance. Yeah. I think you got to roll him out there after a two touchdown game on on yeah. like ten targets and eight catches. Last year he was nine for one fifty five and two and two for sixty one. Yeah, that's so two games that were definitely not going to sink you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Marlon Max got a tough matchup here too. The thing yeah. is, all I think he kind of got Ty in like the fifth and sixth round too. Yeah, yeah. So like, would you go Larry Fitzgerald or Ty? It's tough. I would go. Larry go Larry Fitzgerald. Fitz. Yeah, nice I would go Larry Fitzgerald yeah. as well. Yeah. That, so that's it, kind of like illustrates the just point. that total yeah. that total amount of throws from last week. You see, and what They're was ready, nice baby. is Car- Kyler doesn't throw to the tight end either. He's just. Well, they don't have one. He's just yeah. ripping to receivers the whole time. Yeah. Kirk gets 12 targets. They Fitz lined up with 13. four wide receivers and David Johnson more than any other package last it's week. insane. They, and they were running out of it, too. It was incredible. Uh, let's go to Jags-Texans. The line where I'm like, I would start this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. The first guy with a question mark is D.D. Westbrook for me. Yeah, I don't think you can in Garner's first start. Yeah. All right. Where you got him, you got a discount. You're playing with house money on the touchdown last week. It was nothing guaranteed after yeah. Foles left the game. Yeah. Um, so, you know, work other guys in. Hopefully Garner Minshew shows out again, and then we go back to Didi. But we got to see. Yeah, this yeah is exactly. Because he, I think he came in and peppered Chris Conley, actually. He so. liked Conley. Yeah, yeah so he did it, like Conley. You know, it could be that favoritism yeah. from the backup quarterback, getting the reps, reps with the backup baby. receivers. Yep. And then I wrote about this in Take how, Five Takes this morning. Exactly. We know how we know how that works. Yeah. So I would temper my expectation on him for sure. All right. Uh, by the way, Latavius Murray ran very well against the Texans. 30-yard tug. 
Yes. And CJ Anderson. I think that bodes well for Leonard Fournette this week too. Yeah, it looked like, you know, watching watching some of the highlights from him, he just missed a couple big runs, like just yeah. one step away from really hitting a big one. So yeah. I hope so. I hope this is the week for him too. Yep. Vikings Packers. Always seems to be something funky going on with these two teams. Um, this is a weird one. It's always, a weird one, right? Last year, Thielen went nuts and Diggs went nuts in different games against the Packers. Uh, Devontae Adams was just fine, although we said that yeah. when he played the Bears last year too. Uh, but Packers are at home. I think this is a better uh, game for their offense outside of Aaron Jones. They who need we shut make, down already. They got to make adjustments, man. That big home looked like shit. Being home is going to help them a lot. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Aaron Rodgers of old breaks this bad matchup every time. And it's like, you know, who's your daddy in the division Aaron yeah, Rodgers was. Yep. So hopefully we see more of that yep. and less of, you know, you know, sucking. That stuff mm-hmm. we saw. <laughs> Whatever you wanted to Give call that. Give me 15 points, Aaron Rodgers. You're supposed to drop 30 burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dallas going to Washington. Dak Prescott threw all over the Giants, and he's playing Washington, who got thrown all over by Carson Wentz. This I'm really excited for Dak. The this next week. morning, Dak deal is imminent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Jones is like, oh god, I got to get this done. I literally asked Scott today. I was like, what are Dak Prescott's MVP odds right now? Because they're only going to get like worse. Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I and mean, he would be an interesting pick. Yeah, he'll always get. I would have loved, just loved to see one season without Zeke. But just because Zeke will always take away from him, I think, because Zeke will have a great year and it will take away from his MVP campaign. I think they could do both, though. A lot of people believe Zeke is the catalyst, though, and and Dak is the benefactor, where I think kind of... It was the other way around last week. Yeah, it's looking closer and closer to at least 50-50, so you got to pay him up. Amari Cooper looking awesome. Yes, absolutely. Gallup looked good. Cobb looked good. Gallup, dude. Yeah, do you play him this week? I put a claim in for him. It's a great matchup. I've got him in a dynasty. No chance he gets he gets Josh Norman. Would you, no shot. There's no way you'd start him over Thielen, right? No. <laughs> no. Of course. And he's not getting in that lineup, baby, because <laughs> no. I'm loaded. If Kirk Cousins told me they'd only get to throw ten times, maybe. Well, yeah. that's that's why I ask. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. Thielen almost had a horrible game, yeah. and if you consider the last nine of his games, he's had one good one. Patriots <laughs> Dolphins. How many points do the Patriots score? Enough. Forty. <laughs> say the same thing. Uh, by the way, um, just before we started recording this episode, uh, some very harsh allegations were dropped against Antonio Brown. Didn't look like he was playing anyway. Bill Belichick even hinted that he wasn't going to play. Well, where I, we sit right now, I doubt he plays. But um, you know, just obviously another thing to be aware. There's of a world where he plays a shareholder though. of Antonio Brown. There's a world I don't where think he there's plays. one. I'm not. I really make a determination don't. either way. I will say, if he plays, you start him. Of course. Yeah. Uh, oh, and if he doesn't play. Upgrade week for Josh Gordon. Yes. Yeah. Checking yeah. in on the, the truthers over here. Yes. Yeah, of course. Well, he yeah. did score his touchdown. He only yeah. got four targets, though. But caught yeah. three of four. Ever the optimist, which is what you need to be if you're going to stand with Josh Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Four target Josh Gordon. I know. I've Hashtag been in this hole for four <laughs> years. Vote yes on Prop 10. What was he, like fifth on the, on the target chain? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Steelers, Seahawks. This is a home game for the Steelers, a really important one. And yet I see... Another big game for Chris Carson here. Pulling a Tom and going back to the last game. Hell yeah. I'm starting Kenny and Drake. I know how ugly oh, yeah? it was. But I think game script, he could catch you some dump downs against the Patriots who allow a lot of dump downs. Yeah. And they have no problem just sitting back. All right. Could Seahawks Steelers now. Garbage Seahawks time. Steelers. Garbage time play too. Yeah. I actually really like. 
That's why we like Ken, that's why we like Kenny and Drake though. Yes, of course. All right, Steelers Seahawks. You shutting down Lockett Tyler, or Tyler? I almost called you Tyler. Nope. <laughs> you shutting down Tyler Lockett? Nope. But I do think that shareholders should be scared of him getting two targets. I agree. And DK Metcalf played great. He oh. was sweet. Yeah. You know, I, I as you guys know, I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of DK Metcalf from from all the hype. Yeah. But he's putting it on the field. Would yeah. you Would you start him? I mean, I think I'd have to be, you know, it'd have to be kind of a deep league. In a pinch. Yeah, but he's on that. He's getting into that conversation, well, which is nice Well, it's not like see. they didn't get chunked by Dorsett. Yeah, exactly. So, so. Yeah, I know. It's not a bad spot for him at all. No. And I think the game script for this could be high scoring. Yeah. Um, it's going to really, be a cool one. You it's going to be the game the, of the week. you got to think the Steelers turn it around. It's going to be a good game. you got to yeah. think that, but doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah. I got the Seahawks in this one. All right. Uh Bears Broncos. Can't believe nobody picked this for stinker of the week. Bears going to Denver. Uh, Denver needs to look better. I have something to announce. Uh-oh. I have to announce my Cortland Sutton hatred. Wow. <laughs> I got a wa- I got waiver claims in for him. <laughs> I think I might have convinced some other people to cut him. The dude looked awesome. He was awesome. <laughs> he looked so good. And I'm not he was their one, number one receiver. to just stand oh, yeah. on a hill and die on it. I'm willing to look at it at it, you know, try to uh, look at it as objectively as possible. And he was great. He looked great. And I can't he deny really that. Did. And you shouldn't either. No. Um, for the Bears, I mean, what do you start anybody out on the running back side outside of Tariq Cohen? No. I mean, yeah. that was a massive committee even yeah. with Cordell Patterson. That was petrifying. Yeah. yeah. Cordell Patterson, third and one. I actually think <laughs> that Montgomery could have a good game, but it would just hurt you because, yeah. like, you don't play him, then you play him next week, and, and then, then he committee again. Yep. So – the first good game he's going to have, everyone who drafted him is going to be pissed because they're all everyone's benching him after that. Yeah. By the way, pretty much must start for Allen Robinson, right? I he mean, was great opening night. He was great. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I think you probably got to start him. You're right. I didn't draft him anywhere, so I don't even know what his ADP is. He's just so, he was yeah, so off. He was all he over was the like place. in that in that fifth, sixth, seventh range. He was in the shelf. Yeah, yeah, that's what we tried to avoid. Yeah, exactly. All right, last game to talk about now that we talked about all the stinkers and shootouts is Eagles Falcons. Which could have been another shootout selection. I have a serious inkling, but I don't have the stones in my sack. For J.J. Sega whiteside No. Oh, yeah, me either. <laughs> For the Miles Sanders breakout. Oh, it was close. It, was, it almost happened last week. I think it's happening this week. That touchdown run was nice. But you Even think though it about, got called back, You it was think nice. about how you know Dalvin Cook chunks him. Oh, yeah. You know, the guys who can get you in short yardage, especially through the air. The only thing that can stop Miles Sanders right it's now Darren's is Darren Sproles. <laughs> Who led yeah. the team in touches. What is dead may never die. Because <laughs> all those things apply to Darren Sproles, yep. too. Darren Sproles tore his ACL and broke his arm on the same play, came back, and still leads the Eagles in touches. Was Darren's, that last year? I thought that was a couple of years ago now. Whenever. Still, yeah. He's like 40. Yeah, yes. <laughs> if you're that old, it's as recently as yesterday. <laughs> right? If, <laughs> if Darren Sproles was not on the team, yeah. Miles Sanders would be in every one of my damn lineups this yeah. week. So if you hate Darren Sproles and you like Miles Sanders, let this guide you. Yeah. And let us guide you to victory, hopefully. We will be back on Tuesday with some waiver wire pickups and a recap of the week two slate. Hopefully everybody enjoys the games. So you can check uh check in with Tom's teams on Twitter at Hillier FF. Scott's at Wags FF. I'm at Why So Serious. You can also check out the show at RutsFF.com. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at RutsFF. Check out our new 30 Burger Thursday special, which went up today. And uh yeah, hopefully everybody enjoys the games. We'll see you on Tuesday. Keep scoring. Hey,